right, we're back. Sunday morning smoke session. That was a nice little segment. Uh, you know, the Arizona Cardinals. You oh, know? yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And we're here live, you know, in Viva La Vida. <laughs> Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Here we are. We're live in the lovely Las Vegas, Nevada. You know, home of the new Oakland. Well, it was Oakland. Now, Las Vegas Raiders. Oh man, it's, this is about, this is this is amazing, man. You know the Raiders. Uh, you know how it, it, it's it's a it's a huge change for them. You know it's going to be a huge change for them, though. You know from playing in Oakland for you know for you know so many years. You know everybody known them as the the Oakland Raiders. You know right. now they have switched and came to you know Vegas. You know, I I'm pretty sure it's a welcoming change. You know they. Not even necessarily a day. I mean, John Gruden seems to hopefully know what he's doing. Um, I mean, I've obviously questioned him many a times in the past due to his trades, but it is what it is. Um, Oakland fans luckily can still come by. It's not too far of a drive. The only problem is why? Why would you have even moved? Like I could, I could see some other team, I guess, moving. I mean, but. The Raiders just had such a loyal fan base. They had such a loyal everything. Like every, they had just within like the what the like the past ten years been ass, or if not like yeah, they have like one ass. good. You know they they've been they've had one good season. Yeah, you know that was that twenty fifteen season. Yeah, you know that's when Derek Carr he was you know he was going off. You yeah. know, hey, Khalil Mack was eating. Mm. You know, those were those were the days of the you know of the Raiders mm-hmm. when they were actually really good. You True. know, until Derek Carr, you know, you know, ended up getting you know getting injured, breaking his leg. Yeah, you know, and yeah, the, the the wheels fell off after that. But yeah, man, you know, for the Raiders to actually move from uh, Oakland to Vegas, it's very odd that you know it did happen. You know what I'm saying? But interesting enough, uh, you know, one of the reasons why, uh, you know, the, uh, the Raiders actually moved from, you know, from Oakland to, uh, you know, to the, to the uh, to Las Vegas was because, uh, you know, the city of Oakland, they were not trying to make repairs to the Col- to the Oakland Coliseum. Mm. You know, the the city of Oakland, they refused to, you know, make the you know necessary necessary repairs and they weren't necessarily getting the, you know, the home base revenue, you know, from uh, you know, from the sale, you know, ticket sales and everything, though. Even though they were a loyal loyal fan base, it really was they I guess the city of Oakland felt like, you know, they it wasn't helping them out. Right. You know, so back in twenty sixteen, before the uh Rams and the Chargers actually moved to uh, you know, moved to LA, uh there was talks about the Raiders actually moving to LA. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you know, because of their stadium, you know, they couldn't, uh, you know, they they could hold, you know, they could hold stadium, you know, hold fans, but the 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 conditions were, you know, they were subpar, right? You know, so they were, you know, they were in talks about it, but in L.A. they couldn't build the stadium fast enough, nor could they find the location fast enough, right. you know, because they wanted to move within that year. But you know, it you know just so happened, you know, that uh, Vegas stepped up and. Uh, you know they uh, they offered seven hundred fifty million dollars in public revenue, you know, public funds to you know, build the stadium. Mm-hmm. And from there, you know, from there, the Raiders they ended up moving here to Vegas. And you know the you know with the new Allegiant Stadium that you know that they do have though one point four eight billion dollars. This is a one point eight four billion dollar facility Allegiant Stadium is. Well, damn. 
you know, its main architectures are uh, NIB and uh, Man uh, Manica Architecture. One of the most state-of-the-art stadiums in the league right now. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, we'll definitely have to, uh, I mean, I'm not going to hint at anything, but we might have to check it out. Yeah, yeah, most mm -hmm. definitely, most definitely, man. You know, the capacity, uh, you know, the capacity is supposed to hold, uh, you know, 65 to 72,000 people. Okay. You know, that's a, you know, because it's going to be a multi-purpose, uh, you know, facility. Uh, they're also going to use it for soccer. And, uh, you know, there's been talks about, you know, hosting it at, you know, hosting it for like, you know, other, you know, other events and everything, no. Whether it be, uh, you know, a, it could be an NBA game coming here one day, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? It could be, you know, championships held here, you know, one day. Uh, you know, Legion Stadium is actually, you know, want to be one of those, uh, you know, like I said, one of the least stadiums in Las Vegas, you know, in the Las Vegas area since it's new, you know, mm -hmm. and it costs $1.84 billion, and it looks pretty fucking cool, you know? I don't know if you got, uh, uh, if people have seen the pictures, you know, whatnot, though, but it's actually fucking cool. It's actually really fucking cool, though, okay. you know? So uh, yeah, the Raiders they they have a nice they have a nice uh, stadium. It's a nice move for them, you know. But will this be enough for you know for them to actually you know prove themselves in Vegas? You know this coming season. That is a great question. That is the million dollar question, and like everybody's questioned the Raiders for the past couple of years. John Gruden mainly, not yeah. even necessarily the Raiders. I mean. Obviously, the players themselves have had questions, but ultimately, it also comes down to the coaching. There's been very, very questionable, or yeah, definitely questionable moves that have happened. I mean, this was controversial. Everybody was like, ah, yeah, people, some people thought they were going to try to go to L.A., like you said earlier, but, yeah, you know, stuff happened. I mean, I don't necessarily see them, you know, like, being a playoff contender now, or you know, now that they've moved, everything's going to be all fine and dandy. But they will most likely still be the same Raiders, if not a step above. Yeah. Because you know, maybe they feel like they have that little mental edge. You know, people are sleeping on them because they got a new stadium. You know, people think they're just they're just content with just being there when they're still trying to win. I mean, I know Derek is a competitor. Mm -hmm. You know, he's definitely always trying to win. I know um, a little man Richard. You know, a little Richard. Mm -hmm. He's definitely a competitor. They all, hey, I, I know people want to win there, especially John. Like we all know that he's what he's done in the past. Right, right. And so we can only hope that the change has brought uh, has brought a new a new light to them, because yeah, yeah. Like so, what 2015 was the best year? Were, were they over 500? I'm pretty. Yeah, sure. they were. Yeah, they finished. Uh, I think 12 and four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they yeah they got into that. Uh, hey, they got into the the wild card. They because uh, remember Derek Carr had gotten injured week 15, mm. and you know they had lost those last two games and they knocked them back to the wild card, and yeah. they lost to the uh, they lost to the Colts that year. Yeah. Okay. So then yeah, like but that's also because they had two superstars as well on top of uh, Derek Carr. They had Amari for Derek to throw to on top of Khalil. Everybody knows what Khalil does. Um, right, right. So it's just, it's interesting to see how they're trying to fill those roles. as And like, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens in the future for the, for the, uh, the it just feels weird to say with the Las Vegas Raiders. Right. It, it really does though, you know, because we're, everybody's used to saying the Oakland Raiders. You yeah. Know? With, uh, you know, with Oakland, you know, they, they finished it out last year. You know what I'm saying? Last game in Oakland and stuff though, you know. Now the stadium's built, you know, the training facility is built, you know, so the team moved, you know, so now we're going to call them the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. For a change. 
it's it's a it's a weird change though, you know, around, you know, around these horizons. So you know. Yeah, I mean, like I get the other teams that moves, like the Rams. Yeah. The, you know that's that's where that's where they was at. Yeah, they were yeah they were there before you know before St. Louis. That's what I'm saying. Even other teams like in the past have gone back to where they were at. Right. This is just a whole new. Yeah, it's a whole new step, a whole new ball game. Yeah, just you know, solid middle finger. You know, fuck you on the way out and went on to a different state. Yeah, but it's cool. Yeah, it, you know, but you know, it's it is, it'll be a good thing for Vegas, you know, to actually have the you know actually have the Raiders, you know, uh, you know, because NFL they 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 do make a lot of money. You yes. know what I'm saying? Between the ticket sales, I mean, now you know, Mr. COVID, you know what I'm saying? Everything's a little you know shaky, right? But you know, they have to you know reswitch plans and everything, though. But in the you know in the coming years, you know, when everything does die down, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Hopefully, you know the. This will be a good. This will be a good source for you know sports betting here in Vegas, so too you know because sports betting you know is one of the you know one of the lead uh, betting you know betting gam you know gambling sports here in Vegas. Right. You know what I'm saying. So you know for you know for the for the teams you know what I'm saying like you know to actually come here for betters to actually come here you know what I'm saying like you know actually attend home games you know what I'm saying actually go to the you know casinos actually bet during the season you know it's going to be very interesting. You know how this is going to pan out, especially for you know public you know revenue you know to keep uh you know keep up with the uh, stadium upkeep that Oakland did not do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So this gives uh you know the Ve- uh, the Raiders a new chance. You know what I'm saying. It gives the the city of Las Vegas a new chance though too. I would say Vegas more than the Raiders honestly because besides the Raiders that just came here, the only other team that they had they had just created the hockey team. Right. And before that, I think they just had the WNBA team. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Vegas. I was always, I've always been surprised that Vegas never actually had like major league teams like that. Right. And so it makes sense that they're trying to expand. They're trying to you know get more teams to. I mean, Vegas is a beautiful city in itself. So like, yeah, if they were able to even put more into it, mm-hmm. it would just be that much greater. Yeah. You know, it's. We were here last year. You know, we saw a lot of stuff under construction. Yep. There's still stuff under construction, yet yep. new buildings. So new like, hotels, you know, new casinos, you yes. know. I mean, it, you know, Vegas is a, you know, it's going to be, a, it's, it's a forever moving city. Yes. You know, and like, you know, just like we said earlier, you know, with the Raiders actually moving here, though, too, you know, this is this is actually going to be good for the city. Yes. You see what I'm saying? And also for, you know, the team, you know what I'm saying? Possibly, you know, with team merchandise, team, front, you know, you know, team merchandise and everything uh you know uh people coming to the home games and stuff though you know people you know flying you know tourism you know tourism you mm-hmm. see what i'm saying with this new allegiance uh you know with this new allegiance stadium though too you know people want to go to you know want to come all around the world to come see this you know this is a 1.84 million dollar facility we're talking about you know and one of the you know one of the best stadiums right now so far you know as far as high t- you know as far as technology uh, you know aside from AT&T stadium NRG mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like you know uh Cardinal Stadium State Farm which we were just at you yeah. know that has a retractable field you know that's state of the art you know this one has a you know this one has a uh, a dome that you know it can you know go from you know outside to indoor mm-hmm. you know it has a you know 50 uh was it uh 70 uh was it um a huge TV, I think it was like you know seventy seven hundred fifty foot TV or something. Oh damn! Yeah, yeah, you could really actually see the gameplay. You know what I'm saying? Like you okay. know, they, you know, this stadium is state of the art, and I know people are going to come all over the world, all over the U.S. to you know see actually sit in that stadium, whether it be a Super Bowl, 
you know, in the later future, whether it be, you know, hosting a draft, which, you know, they were supposed to host a, host a draft this year, you know, mm-hmm. in Vegas, but COVID happened. That's, you know, and they had to cancel it. Right. You know, we, we talked about that in our draft day uh, podcast and stuff, though. But, yeah, it, it's still going to be good for, you know, for this, you know, for the city of Las Vegas. Yes. And, like, all, all I see it doing to Vegas is, yeah, like I said, expanding it. So, like, yeah, they'll eventually have a soccer team. Mm-hmm. They'll eventually have a basketball team. Yep. And, yeah, that arena could be used for multi- – I, mean, I don't necessarily know about the basketball aspect, but, like, yeah, definitely soccer for the most part at least. But, like, everything – yeah, no, Vegas is just going to just continually – I mean, like – I remember when we were in Phoenix, you know, like we, everybody kept telling us that in itself was a very like a big growing city. Yeah. I I mean I now see Vegas doing the same thing now that they're starting to get teams. Right. You know they've always been more of a tourist attraction as opposed to a an actual place to be. Right. Now they're trying to make this the place to be. Yes. Like, yeah, I get it. It's it's nice. Everything, mm-hmm. man, man. Yeah. For every yeah everything scenery you know greenery. To the culture. Greenery, yes, that, yeah, yeah. It, uh, it was a very, yeah. They got some, uh, they got some good stuff though. You know, uh, yeah. If, if you guys are, uh, if ever, if uh, you guys are ever, ever in town and stuff though, visit Planet Thirteen. You know, we highly recommend that. You know, that's a very, very good gas station. I would say, yes. You know, very uh, good gas station. Fourth and Twenty does, uh, you know, recommend that. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. I was able to verify them, or they're able to verify us, and I wish we could, but yeah. Man, yeah, no, they are. Every time I come here, I'm gonna go there. They are fantastic. Yeah, they are definitely fantastic, though. Good prices, good, good smoke, you yes. know. So, uh, yeah, if you guys are ever in town, you know, coming to Las Vegas, Planet 13, that's where it's at, you yes, know. Sir. And they have, like, you know, like I said, thousands of casinos, you know. So, hey, it's a it's a ton of fun in the sun, right? You know, Literally. Vegas is Vegas is definitely one of the places to be. It is. It is, and it will continue to be, and it'll just continue to Keep, grow. Yep, continue to grow, continue to grow, and you know, even in the midst of uh, you know COVID, everything you know, po- you know, opening up, you know, it's still you know Vegas is a little quiet right now, but you know, in the later future, it's going to liven back up. Oh yeah, it's it's definitely going to liven back up though. But you know, back to uh, you know the back to the Raiders, you know. Last year, you know, they finished seven and nine, mm-hmm. eh, middle of the road. Mm-hmm. You know, just a little bit under five hundred. Great. AFC West. There's a very, it's a very, very competitive, uh, you know, uh, division. You know, because you have their house with the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. You know, they have the Chargers. You know, they have the Broncos though too. Mm-hmm. You know, so but all three of those teams are, you know, they're highly competitive, especially the Chiefs. You know, with Patrick Mahomes, you know what he's done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Winning that Super Bowl. Now, you know, with that maxed out contract, mm-hmm. you know, and also, you know, in, uh, you know, new news, so too, you know, he's also, a, you know, owner, part owner of the Kansas City Royals. Mm. So, congratulations, Patty. Congratulations. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Making some smart moves with that money, man. Yes. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. He is their state spokesperson. Yeah, seriously. Like I said, you know, like we said earlier, man, like, you know, hey, why don't we just get in the state of Missouri? Fuck it, you know? Probably name a state. Probably name a city. Yeah, I mean, hey, my home city, I don't know. Right. You know, my hometown, hey, we don't know. 
We don't know. Welcome but. to the town of Mahones. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, yeah, but, you know, back to the Raiders, though. You know, finished 7-9 last year. Right. You know, they, they were off to a rough start last year, mm-hmm. you know, but they, by the end, by the middle of the end, they started getting it together. Yeah. You know, they, they were, they were in that playoff contention. For a bit, yeah. Yeah, they in, were, you in know. In the middle of the, yeah, the season. Yeah, they yes. were, they were in the middle of the road, you know. They're, the Raiders, you know, they're a team that that are they're they're still growing as far as talent though too. You know, they've let go of talent, you know, within the years though too. Yes. They went on a slump, you know. Yes. John Gruden, you know, his first year coaching where everybody was just like, What the fuck, dude? You know, we, we hired you for like ten years, you know, to coach this team and you playing you know, you coaching player like trash like this. Man, not even you we hired you for ten seconds, you already got rid of our star people? <laughs> exactly. You know, you let go of Khalil, you let go of Amari, you know what I'm saying? You had Michael Crabtree, you had some great ass receivers at the time though. And it was just like, man, come on, man, come on, John. Come on, bro. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's cool, you know, hopefully. Maybe the only thing I can say is maybe he knew what he was doing because he got he got a bunch of picks. Yeah. You know, like I have seen that recently. You know, like a lot of good players that have been getting traded haven't been getting like get traded for good picks. Right. He at the very least traded his great players for good to great picks. Yeah. So like it's somewhat equaled out, but like why? There's no true reason to do it. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, within these coming years, we can only hope that everything goes well in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, like I said, maybe that was one of the things they needed. You know, he maybe he just needed to get out of Oakland. Maybe he was being hounded there or something. It just, it just seems like now is going to be a good fresh start for them. Yeah. So yes, I'm very curious as how Gruden will do. Mm-hmm. I mean, even with all their new additions in the Raiders. I mean, regardless. I mean, even if Derek Carr, yeah, because we know he's kind of you know prone to getting hurt. Even if he does get hurt. Yeah. They got Marcus Mariota. Yeah. And, you know, which is going to be a very interesting quarterback situation, you know, that's going to, you know, that's going to shake up, though, though too, you know, mm-hmm. especially here, you know, training camp, you know, even mm-hmm. though they, you know, even though they're opening up the doors, you know, slowly, but it's still going to be a, you know, interesting quarterback battle between Marcus Mariota and Derek Carr. Yes. Marcus Mariota, you know, hey, he, he's done some good things in Tennessee. You yes. know, he went through a slump with, uh, you know, with Mike Vrabel's system, you he know, did, yes, but... Marcus, you know Marcus Mariota. He he's still a quarterback that can still prove himself. You know he's still young. Yes. You know he can still he can still maneuver. Mm-hmm. You know he can still get out. He's still healthy. Yes. You know it's just Derek Carr. You know compared to Derek Carr stuff though. You know Derek Carr. He's still young. He's still healthy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What John Gruden has in this quarterback situation is rare. You know, because you have two good starting quarterbacks. Yes. You know, and both of them can complement one another, you know, in a sense. Yeah. What Derek Carr lacks, Marcus Mariota might have. Derek Carr is not, he, he's a good mobile quarterback, but Marcus Mariota, he's, he's proven to really get down the field if he really, really, truly needs to. Right. You know, Derek Carr, he can, you know... Derek Carr is good, you know, on a, you know, on a, uh, on immediate routes. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? He's good. Uh, he's a good immediate route passer. Marcus Mariota, he's good with the short. You know, he's good on the shorts. He's good on the mediums. He can go long. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr kind of lacks that accuracy on the long pass, though. Mm-hmm. But with the receiving core that both of these quarterbacks have, you know, out of Tyrell Williams, mm-hmm. you know, 
uh, you know, a rookie, Henry Ruggs, uh, you know, the third, who just came out of Alabama, who they just drafted this year. You know, Hunter Winfro. You know, and Nelson Aguilar, who, who they just acquired this, uh, you know, this offseason. Okay. You know, it's it, it'll be interesting to see how either one of these quarterbacks is going to work with this receiving core. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I definitely see it being a solid quarterback battle. It'll always be a, well, Johnny, like Derek did this. Do you do you think you want to put in Marcus? Right. And then he'll it'll always be that tough decision of well, we're gonna you know he's we're probably gonna stick with him for now, do all this. It'll be a back and forth until one or the other completely proves themselves. Right. And luckily, because yeah, the preseason is is done, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they canceled the preseason, so that you know, like we just said earlier, you know that uh. That will hurt. That you know, I I understand. You know what I'm saying with the you know the times that we're in. You know mm-hmm. right now, but you know just in the football aspect, you know it it really does ruin the coach's chances of getting you know getting that roster down to that you know getting that roster down to the 53 man roster. You yeah, know, see who you really want. See who you really want. See who really performs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. See who you know who, where you need to make the cuts. Yes. You know what I'm saying. You know. Make your you know make your moves as far as like hey if I need you know new I need more like uh, defensive backs or something you know I need more wide receivers I need you know I need some new uh, linemen or something you know that's where the play that's where the coaches really need to make their cuts is during that preseason mm-hmm. and without this preseason you know it, it's it's taking a gamble you know it's taking a shot in the dark to say all right look like you know when week one comes even though we've had training camp. We haven't had a, you know, full scrimmage against another team. Right. You know, because in the midst of, you know, this pandemic that's going on, we still couldn't, you know, go against another team to, you know, practice our playbook. You see what I'm saying? See who is, you know, who's really our top performers, you mm-hmm. know, so we can really actually finalize this depth chart by week one. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully if, if uh, everybody stays healthy, you know, and out of trouble. It's going to it's, it's a challenge. It's going to be a challenge for John Gruden, especially for the you know between these two quarterbacks. You mm-hmm. know, because even though we have to, you know, you know, even though they're you know working right now, they still don't have enough evidence to say, all right, look, I might start Marcus Mariota week one. You know what I'm saying over Derek Carr, which might shock everybody, or it might you know Derek Carr might retain that QB one spot. We don't know. True. You know, but we're still going to see. Yes, and so like. The only that's what that's the only positive thing I see about the preseason not being here and them not having it is that now there is more time to prepare. There is more time to you know right. see what's going on in camp. I mean, you know, unfortunately things happen at camp as well. So, you know, um, and also unfortunate things happen in the preseason. So like, I think that's another reason they were trying to minimize that. Um, I know they're trying to. I know within like the next coming years they're trying to implement different rules for different stuff or at least like. I know they're trying to do it in the Pro Bowl again, at least to like see how different stuff works out. But no, it'll definitely be a good battle. It'll definitely be nice. I mean, if push come to shove, yeah, either or could always start. It's not necessarily going to be a definitive one. You know, it's just at the end of the day, one like probably not this upcoming year, but maybe in the year after or so, one of them will most likely get traded for yeah, uh, yeah for somebody else just because they would like to you know build that. You know, build them back up, or you know, mm-hmm. if it was Marcus, I mean, he he was doing well. Yeah, like like you say, he, he was at a slump with the, the Titans, and the, it just to me, or like even to other, everybody else, like he's a good quarterback. Yeah, it just wasn't 
he was doing well with them, and then it turned. It just wasn't his system anymore. Right. He he's one of those quarterbacks that everybody like everybody knows. You need a like if your quarterback doesn't fit the system, it's not going to work well. Right. That's why Tannehill with the Dolphins was complete shit and ass. Yep. And then magically, yeah, now, yeah, now he's shining with the Titans under you know under Vrabel. Exactly. So like it's we can only assume that yeah it's always. It's never. I mean, obviously, it's got to be the player because you know they got to be willing to adapt or like do all that. But like sometimes they just can't. Right. And so, hopefully, I I would honestly like to see Marcus get his start again. But I I don't necessarily want to see him beat Derek for it. Right. So yeah, this is gonna this is just gonna be a very interesting battle in itself. Right. Right. It definitely will be. Definitely will be. And you know with uh you know with the running back situation though too in uh Oakland though too you know Josh Jacobs you know coming into his uh his third year second year. Yeah, I think it's third year. You know, Josh Jacobs and Jalen Rashard, they're they're a pretty good duo. You yes. know what I'm saying? They're they're a really good duo. Jalen Rashard, you know, with him being a you know veteran running back, you know, with the team and everything, he's been there. You know, been with them what? Wow, five, what four or five seasons? Yeah, he's you been know, for a little minute. Yeah, you know, he's been you know po, you know post uh, Jack Del Rio. Mm-hmm. You know, he was with them with Jack Del Rio and stuff though. You know, so it's good to still see Jalen Rashard still you know in the black and silver. Yes. You know and. Uh, Josh Jacobs, you know, he's a damn good runner. He's a actually really good, you know, choice of running back though too. You know, he's done some pretty good things. You know, yes. um, there was a couple, there was a couple things, you know, during the, you know, a couple games, it was just like, you know, okay, yeah, you're making some rookie mistakes, but he's proven to get them together. Yes, he was, He's definitely one of those. That, yeah, he'll also he'll prove to be a. I want to say at least top ten running back in the league within the next year. Yeah. Um, it's just as a current, yeah, he still has things to work on, but that's fine. Yeah, not every running back is you know automatically out of the gate, just you know hopping hopping to it. Right. No, so it's yeah, it takes time and development. Yeah, you know, especially like yeah, the Rashard, you know, like those two are two totally different backs. Mm-hmm. So like they complement each other. Yeah. Um, you know, then like. Once one's in, you know, you don't really know what one's about to do because luckily they could both do pretty much everything. Yeah. You know, one's obviously, like, Jacob's, uh, or excuse me, uh, Rashard's a little bit better at uh, catching, you know, being yeah. a receiver, but, and then Jacob's is a... Uh, you know, he's more of a, you know, your power runner, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. like, but like I said, they both can do both. So, mm-hmm. like, it, that that's why I like that running back situation. Right. They're one of those few teams that can... Pretty much always have one of the, one or two of the running backs in, and you have to account for you know something. Right. You, you don't just you're not just ah oh, they're only gonna run up the middle with him. Mm-hmm. You know you know they're gonna you know they're gonna try something different. So you just gotta be ready for everything. Right. Especially in different packages though too. Yes. You know? Um. You know, and also though too, you know, with uh you know coming out to 2020 draft though, uh you know they uh they grab Lynn Bowen out of Kentucky. You know, so it's another running back, you know, that's going to be in the backfield with, uh, you know, with Derek Carr or Marcus Mariota, Mm -hmm. you know, so that's going to be another running back that, you know, both uh, Josh Jacobs and Jalen Rashard would have to, you know, mentor to, you know, to say like, hey, you know what I'm saying? This is what, you know, this is what coach wants. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, you know, this is what coach is really looking for. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you just got to work hard, you know. Um, you know, which you know, which I you know, I'm not going to doubt Lynn Bowen is you know hard worker though too. You know, especially if you know coming out to draft. You know what I'm saying? Right. You yeah. know, so I mean, it's it'll be you know, it's still going to be interesting to see possibly him you know in some snaps. You know, possibly this uh you know maybe this coming season. You know, we don't know. Yeah, we will definitely see what happens. Maybe he even makes special teams. Right. And you know, with uh you know even the tight end situation though too is pretty interesting. Uh, you know, with uh Jason Witten finally leaving Dallas. 
And coming to you know coming to Vegas, you know as a veteran, uh, you know as a veteran tight end, you know especially working with Darren Waller. How do you feel about that? You know, did, I don't it, know, man. It's just, I mean, like I like Jason Witten. He's a he's a good person. He's a good football. Obviously, a great football player. Yeah. Um. Why? I mean, honestly, the Raiders also like I like their tight end. Yeah. Like, yeah, he was he did, he's been doing well the past couple of years. They've always seemed to. You know, magically have good tight ends. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't really know why they have. To me, to me, Witten wasn't necessarily the best decision, just because yeah, he's got that. He's got. I mean, he's he's got the veteran. He's got the age. Yeah, he's, he's got rel- all you know that. he's reliable. Oh yeah, you know? he's, he's yeah he's definitely reliable. reliable yeah, he's he's literally one of the biggest definitions of oh reliable. Mm-hmm. They, that was I remember yeah when Dak would throw to him that was pretty much just the sa- the safety net. Right. Nope. Same thing with Tony Romo. You yeah. Know? So you know, like I get it, I I do get it, but at the same time, like that doesn't necessarily seem like to me. He doesn't necessarily seem like that's like their type of offense. Yeah. Like we, I had always seen like Jason do, you know, like not necessarily long routes. Like I said, the safety net. Right. I've seen the Raiders, you know, their tight ends. They go for long routes. They have to actually do some receiver type stuff. They have to. I mean, like, so we'll we'll see what happens. Maybe they just more or less use Jason as a blocker or a second, you know, tight end to. Uh, and let uh, the other one, you know, go free. Or maybe they even still let Jason do some route running, but I don't know. It's just, to me, it was questionable, but I'm also not a coach, so like, I, I guess I don't really know. You know, interesting fact enough, uh, interesting fact with Jason Witten, though, too. Uh, Jason Witten was one of the only uh, tight ends to actually, uh, you know, come, you know, actually perfect the option route. Meaning, uh, you know, he can either, uh, it's one of the, op- you know, the op- one of the option routes, tight end option routes, is when, uh, you know, all right, he will start with, uh, you know, he'll start going up the field and either he'll cut to the left or cut to the right. You know, it depends on, you know, the situation of, you know, the play. Right. You know, and Jason Witten, or, you know, when he was with Dallas, uh, you know, working under Jason Garrett and stuff, though, you know, that's what was, that was one thing that uh, Jason Garrett really admired with uh, J- Jason Witten was his tight end option. You know, and that's what helped Dak Prescott a lot, you know, especially in the red zone. Right. You know, especially, uh, you know, even with past quarterbacks, though, too, you know, because, you know, it's it's either, you know, because, like, you know, even with certain tight ends, you know, you will notice with Travis Kelsey, though, too, you know, he could, you know, he he could do the, you know, he could do the option, though, too, but his mainly, you know, he'll mainly go off of the slant left or a slant right, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, or he'll, like, you know, go, you know, he's good on a nine route, you yeah. know, Jason Witten, you know, He's good with, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, trying to switch up the play and trying to, like, you know, actually get around his defenders, you know, more or less to say, okay, boom, you know what I'm saying? Like, I might go left, but I might go right, you know what I'm saying? Right. Depending on, you know, the situation of the play. So I see what you mean. You're saying, like, Kelsey pretty much just has more finesse than he does it, and then um, when he's just more strategic with it. He's just exactly. more... Like okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, I would agree to that as well. Yes, because like I said, yeah, he's a great safety net. Mm-hmm. I definitely, I, I will always give that to him. He's that. That's what he does. But like, like I said, like they, they just never really seem to like. I don't know. It could work out. Yeah. I've just never really seen them with a Jason Witten type tight end. Yeah, they've always had you know tight ends that could go down the field that can you know pretty much do it all. So like mm-hmm. we'll. We'll see what happens. It'll be yeah, interesting. We'll, yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll be interesting, though, as long as he just stays out of the fucking broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, all right, so, you know, looking at the defensive side, though, too, you know, Max Crosby, you know, defense, you know, at the, uh, you know, at the right end stuff, though, you know, mm-hmm. they had to replace that from Khalil Mack. Yeah. You know, 
But Max Crosby, there was a couple games he showed up. You know, he, he really has shown up, though. But it, it's still, you know, it's still just that that's still lingering of why the fuck did you let go of Khalil Mack? Yeah, though, there's there's always going to be a lingering, lingering of why the fuck. At least I, I semi got the Amari Cooper thing. Yeah. I was like, you know what? You can get new receivers. You can you, you can even put receivers in a certain scheme, you know, get them open, do all that. Right. You will not find another Khalil Mack. And all you had to do was pay him the contract. Yeah. And, like, you, who else were you paying besides Derek? Yeah. Like, he... Like I said, you. I mean, you. Honestly, they might have been able to find another Amari, but you will not find another Khalil. No. He is one of those. How? What was it? I think it was the last year, or the year before. This man himself had more sacks than the whole Raiders defense. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. It was the same year he got to the Bears. Yeah. I was just. I was baffled. I'm like this is. This just proves a point. Like why would you? Why would you do this? And the, and the sad thing is though too, the Bears ended up picking up his little brother. So you got two, you got two Khalil Max, you got two possible Khalil Max on defense for the for the Bears. Trash. Raiders, you are fucked up. Uh, you're trash. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. But you know, maybe one day John Gruden somehow gets him to come back, and they mysteriously start playing that song. The whoa. Yeah, return on Khalil Mack. <laughs> but, you know, probably not. Yeah, he seems to be doing well with the Bears. Yeah. Um, they seem to be wanting to pay him. Yep. Uh, honestly, I do see him eventually leaving because everybody said, like, money is cool, but, like, everybody wants a ring. Yep. Everybody wants to win. That's, yep. yep. You know, it's, it's cool to have all the stats, all, you know, all the fame, the glory. But, like, everybody yep. wants a ring. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to win. Nobody wants to just... Yeah, we had a we had a solid, you know, eight and five season. This yeah. was cool. I'm glad we uh glad we did this, guys. Yeah, you know, or excuse me, eight and what would it be eight and eight? My bad. Yeah, or you know, even worse. Actually, you know, the Bears are pretty decent. So, like, but yeah, like later down the line, they'll probably become ass again. But yeah, you know, yeah, it, it, yeah. I mean, I I feel you though, man. I feel you. You know, um, and uh, you know, especially you know, the defensive uh, perspective for you know the Raiders show too. You know, Demarius Randall, you know, coming mm-hmm. from uh, you know, traveling around, basically came, you know, now here in Vegas, was with Cleveland for a little while, a little minute, now with uh, Vegas. Okay. Was a uh, you know it was a uh, big swap because uh, Eli Apple was supposed to come to Vegas. Yeah, remember that. So yeah, they ended up uh, you know ended up being like a three way trade, and one of them declined. So. Demarius Randall is now with the, you know, now with the Raiders. And Corey Littleton, who also they acquired, you know, from the Rams, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, he's gonna be in all, you know, in the black and silver this year. Okay. So he's you know, it's not too far from LA, you know, from you know where he used to play at. Right. So I mean it's just a stretch down the highway, so it's all good. It's not too bad at all. Yeah, yeah. But you know, with the yeah, like I said, you know, the Raiders it's gonna they're gonna be a very interesting team, uh, you know, this year, hopefully. You know, with them being a, you know in a new stadium, you know new location, yeah, it's going to be pretty interesting for them though. They should. It's it's definitely it's definitely a good experiment for Vegas in itself as well. Um, you know, like I said, I'm, I've always even as a kid, I was surprised that they didn't have a team. I remember back playing Madden and stuff. You can every time I was able to uh, make them switch places, I would always either, I would always put them in Vegas because I was like, why why would you not be in Vegas? 
like this is where like one of the most amounts of revenue comes through is where like obviously where like a lot of people come through right whether it's for the tourism or now it can actually be for the teams mm-hmm. um so no it'll just I'm just I'm just sad to see them leave Oakland just because I've always just that's just what I've always known you know yeah. everybody, everybody knows them for the Oakland Raiders but change is not necessarily a bad thing so yeah. I will give them that yeah well, I mean, we got the city of Oakland to blame for that, you know, not making the repairs to the, you know, to the Coliseum. True. And, you know, it was just, you know, they were, it was just too expensive for the Raiders team to actually still stay there, you know, because they weren't necessarily making the home game revenues. Right. You know, so they had to move. So, I mean, hey, it's a new, it's a new start in Vegas. So, it's going to be interesting though. It's going to be interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, yeah. But um, on the other note, though, too, you know, uh, we want to get uh, spe- send a special shout out to uh, Stephen White, uh, you know, for our contest winner, uh, you know, of the of the uh, SMSS uh, Sunday morning smoke session draft camp. Uh, I mean, um, training camp question of the day, and the question was: In 1985, this 49ers head coach created the West Coast offense. Hmm. I wonder who that. I feel like I feel like I know who that is. His last name sounds familiar. I think it was was it Bill Walsh? Yeah, mm. that was correct. It was Bill Walsh. Bill Walsh was uh, you know the forty uh, ers head coach back in eighty five. Mm-hmm. Created the West Coast offense and you know ended up winning the Super Bowl ring that year. Oh, you know. So yeah, it was a uh, you know it's interesting you know it's interesting that you know his that this that uh, play style of the West Coast offense had derived you know from uh, you know and actually made other you know other play styles though too like RPO mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying the uh, read option you know it uh, just from you know just from the West Coast offense alone Bill what Bill, Bill Walsh cre- has created it created so many other styles of you know offenses and stuff though you know. It helped, uh, you know, even with uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, you know, um, Andy Reid is more, uh, you know, he's a spread offense, uh, you know, spread West Coast offense. Mm-hmm. You know, that's his, you know, play, uh, playing style. And that, you know, that also fits with Patrick Mahomes, though, too. Right. You know, especially how they sling the ball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that alone right there is, you know, that's a prime example of West Coast offense. And this is AMC West. You know what I'm saying? It originated, you know what I'm saying, in the NFC West, you know? So, mm. West Coast. That's what it was, though, you know, back in 1985. But, uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, our next question that we do have, though, you know, wrapping everything up, though, uh, you know, in 2019, this team was down by three and a half possessions and came back and beat their opponents by the same amount of their uh, same amount of their deficit, mounting the largest comeback in playoff history. Who was that team? Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Dun dun dun. The question is posted. When it's posted in the group, definitely uh you know comment for those that are playing. You know, comment, like, share. You know. But yeah, uh you know this wraps up. You know Sunday morning smoke session. Yes. You know we got uh you know still got some uh you know hot hits and everything. Thank you again uh you know Stephen for uh you know winning the contest and everything. No for uh round three. Yeah, not too bad. Not too shabby at all. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. 
Yeah, so uh, you know, if you're uh, you know, tuned in, if you're tuned in to us, uh, you know, follow us, Fourth and Twenty Madden Group, Facebook, uh, you know, follow us on Spotify, you know, Fourth and Twenty Sunday Morning Smoke Session, Training Camp Podcast Twenty Twenty, you know, for all of the hottest, you know, for hot hits and everything. You no, know, we got some slappers on this uh on our playlist, you know, and we still oh, yeah. got more, we still got more to come, no too. Oh, we got yeah. another segment, so don't go nowhere. We still got, you know, still got a segment uh, you know, coming out August second. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, tune in to us, you know, whole new team. We don't know where we're going. Hmm. You don't know where we're going, but... We'll find out. You'll find out on our next segment, but for the most part, you know, tune in to us. You know, still got some, uh, got some hot hits. Don't go nowhere. Say hello, you know, to our little friend. Hello by Ice Cube. West Coast. West Side. West Side. Hello. All right. Hello. Take care. Bye bye.